coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gavkovitz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. Good day, Michael. Good day, Dave. What's up, man? You know, it's uh, it's another beautiful day here in lovely golden colorado well, what's it, up with you it is amazing day man we just got back from lunch and boy it was nice taking that walk outside um but for me man my uh, my baby's back on terra firma so she splashed down last friday and um we talked to her over the weekend and we talked to her earlier this week and she's recovering well doing well and uh you know just happy to be home she what? said when they popped that door open on, you know, when yeah. they fished her out of the ocean, she said she smelt, you know, the salt air in the in the Gulf Coast, and it was like a seventy five uh, degree day, mm-hmm. and she's like, it was just amazing to to be home. So I could only imagine how the space station smells. Yeah, that's a recycled smell too. I mean, it's so it just it, keeps smelling. So it's just like guys in a submarine, kind of. Sort of. I mean, they're they're scrubbing the carbon dioxide, yeah. but they're not scrubbing the funk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's uh, let's not talk about the astronauts getting a little funky when they get back. Oh man. Well, that's that's awesome. I'm glad she's back and she's back safe. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Now I got a question. I, I just I I don't know if anyone else is wondering this, but being weightless for six months. Yeah. And coming back to gravity, everyone thinks of musculoskeletal. You know the just building up muscles. I know they're working out, but what does that do to your insides? You know, what, what, all your organs and everything that's kind of weightless when you eat and, and just what, what, what goes on with that? I don't know the answer to that, but I know that, uh, Jessica says for the next, for the foreseeable future, they'll be taking body fluids and blood. And I mean, I mean, that's what they're trying to research. I think, um, she's constantly getting, uh, I don't think, I don't think it's radar mm-hmm. uh, or or what uh, X-rays because I don't think those are good for you. But but uh, she's getting scanned and mm-hmm. so they're trying to figure that out. Wow. Um, interesting enough, I was like, hey, so have you had your burger yet? And um, she's like, I can't, I can't, I can't hold food down right now. So oh my. And I said, why? She's like, because I'm always dizzy. So she's right now just trying to acclimate to uh, gravity. Even still, earlier this week. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. I guess that uh, has something to do with blood flow circulation. I'm sure it has to be have to do with something like that. Yeah. I mean, your heart has got to be pumping differently. Yeah. And uh, so. Well, thanks for sharing that, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to have her back. So, what are we talking about today? I was going to ask you the same thing. Did you Did you actually come to this with an idea of what we're going to talk about? No, I I don't. Do you? Let's wing it. Okay. I'm just joking. Let's <laughs> today. Uh, let's talk about the do's and don'ts of performance evaluations. And uh, in my tenure and in your tenure, you do all kinds of performance evaluations, right? So, what are the do's and don'ts? Some basic five or six things that listeners can take with them and uh, make performance evaluations all that they can be. Well, I think I think first and foremost, it's been my experience with small to medium sized businesses. That they don't do performance evaluations. What? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, that that's a that's a large corporation concept, um, and the large corporations do it for legal reasons. Um, you know, they just they have to cover their butt. 
small to medium-sized businesses just don't think that way. Um, but the real purpose for performance evaluations is uh, to provide feedback to the employee so they can be better. Yeah, and uh, I think one thing that we see uh, across the whole United States in the manufacturing trade is performance evaluations are a way of communication. And oftentimes, owners and leaders don't communicate to their employees enough. So this is a way to let their employee know how they're doing and what they need to do going from here, right? It's a good discussion on, hey, this is how we see you in our eyes. So so if you don't do that, you're not communicating. And, and verbal communication, what is it? So people soak in like 12% of it. Right, right. Now you mix that with written and a good performance evaluation. Now you're boosting that understanding and you create a great place to have a conversation, right? Yeah, I, th- I think one of the reasons why uh, these, these uh, leaders, owners of small and medium-sized businesses don't do performance evaluations is because they're afraid they're going to say the wrong thing. Um, and uh, that's actually a that's actually a decent fear. You don't think it's because they don't want to spend money? It doesn't cost money to do a performance evaluation, does I, it? I know, but isn't that? We can talk about that later, but it's a misnomer. Ah, man, if I talk that down, I'm going to have to give more money. Well, okay, okay, so that's that's if you have a good guy, right? So there's the good guy, I'm going to have to give him more money. Even the average guy. Yeah, yeah today, it's even the average guy. But uh, but uh, if you have a poor performer, um, you know I'm afraid I'm going to say this, the wrong thing. I'm going to get sued or something, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And so uh, so you should have performance evaluations, but you shouldn't do that in a vacuum, right? I mean, you should uh, you and I have people who work with us, and when it's time to do a performance evaluation, if it's my person, I rehearse what I'm going to say with you, and you say. If I were you, I wouldn't say that, right? It's, and vice let's versa. Let's just be honest. Anybody that knows us, it's usually me saying something and you <laughs> saying, Dave, if I were you, I wouldn't say that. So <laughs> let's, let's just be honest. Yeah. But but the whole idea well, here I, is... You know what? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could say yeah, it this way. Yeah, maybe we could say it this way. Let's put this on the board. But whatever the case, uh, you know, you want to run it by somebody. It is so valuable if you're a manager and you're managing with other people. And those people have people and you have people and you sit down with them and say, hey, I'm having issues with this employer. I'm not having issues with this employee. And this is kind of where this is going. If you don't have a bolted down process, right? Because oftentimes if you're if you're streamlined enough and you have a good enough process, it'll walk you through to where you do the same thing every time. But say there's a hitch in that and somebody's not performing up to expectations. It's great to rehearse that. At least discuss it to where you go into it with anticipation. This is how I'm going to deal with it. Sure, right? sure. Absolutely. So... Number one, do have them and don't have them in a vacuum. Uh, what's, a, what's a don't? Well, you know, I think one of the uh, things that um, managers who are inexperienced will do is uh, they'll serve up a crap sandwich. Um, and that is, uh, you know, you're killing me. Uh, y- your production is so low. I really like you, though. The team likes you. But uh, I'm going to have to let you go if you don't continue to improve, right? Yep, so, yep. so you take up some bad news, put a little bit of good news in between, and then put bad news on the back. And uh, good news, then bad news in between, then good news on the back. Yeah, or but, or but in between. You, That's but the you, crap sandwich. Yes, yeah. but so if you take a bite of bread, it tastes great, you know. But if you take a bite of crap, it tastes like crap. So if you take a big bite of a sandwich with crap in it, you don't taste the bread, do you? I don't know, Dave. I've never. <laughs> 
I never I, tried that. I'm just using my imagination, not okay. that I ever have, and I'm glad you have yeah. it. Right? This is a metaphor, man, <laughs> but, so you don't want to literally but, do but this. But let's turn this into another metaphor. You can't take a bite of a crap sandwich without tasting crap, and that's what your employees are going to remember. Okay, very good. It's going to be a bad taste in their mouth. You see what I did there? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I'm with you, man, but this is serious. This is serious. I know, I know, but it's true. There's but no way for them to come away without a bad taste. There isn't, the there isn't. So if you have something good to say, that's a conversation. If you have something bad to say, that's a separate conversation. And don't mix the two because in a conversation where you want to share something good, all they're going to hear is the bad stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, don't mix and match. So in performance evaluations, you have to use objective data. And so if I have, uh, if, if you have me as an employee, I'm Dave, and I'm an employee and I get rated on, you know, my earned hours because yes. I love earned hours, right? So I, you quoted 200 hours in this project and it took me 175 hours to get that 200 hours done. That's great because I earned more hours than I actually worked. But if you were to, if you had a job at, it was, a, say, a mold. It was 200 hours, and that took me 400 hours. Now you have objective data about the delivery and performance. Maybe my scrap rate's 25%. You want to talk about that in a performance evaluation. Maybe my scrap rate's zero. I don't have any scrap because I really check my parts before it comes off my bench. You want to have that. See, it's objective data. You know, my attendance. I, do I get there on time? Do I work the hours I'm scheduled? How often do I call out, Right. That's objective data. Performance evaluations really need to have objective data that you can't interject emotion into, right? Yeah, so that kind of requires you to have some kind of system. Some kind of system. You know, you know, you, you have to have an ERP that's tracking this stuff. Yep, um, ERP, or you have to have a chicken scratcher up front that just tracks everything. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's expensive. But yeah, when you know, when you come to someone with. Uh, anecdotal data or subjective data uh it's been my experience with these young young people who are who are Mm -hmm. machinists these are these are technical type people who are very literal and uh, they will eat you alive and maybe the reason why some small medium-sized businesses don't do performance evaluations is they gave that a shot with anecdotal data and they got eaten alive so you want to come to the table with real data i'll tell you what so a don't, don't give them a crap sandwich. A do, use objective data. And these metrics, if you don't have a system, put a system in place. Qua- track safety, quality, delivery, you know, your efficiency and performance. You know, track that. Track, you know, tool usage. If, if, you want, if it's important to you and it makes you money, track it. And if you track it, track it per employee so you can use that objective data for a good performance evaluation. A performance evaluation shouldn't be, here's a don't subjective data to where you're bringing opinions into it and we, you know bob was over here and jody's over there and he and she said this about you so i'm just gonna have to tell you that you're doing a bad job um and this is my opinion on this and the employee's like hold on a second man yeah yeah it's just not gonna fly. Where, where's your proof right it is not gonna fly and then and then that's kind of the beginning of the end at that point because that that employee is now not not motivated, not engaged. Yep, you dis, that is literally taking an employee out of gear and disengaging them. And one thing I'll say as we go on is so many employees in the marketplace don't know how they're doing. I mean, they think they're doing well. I mean, I've had this, and I've actually made this mistake. 
I've had an employee think that they're doing fantastic, like nine out of 10 on every single thing. We get to the performance evaluation, it winds up being like a six because there's some improvement to be made because in a specific case, it was a young person that just started this job and they were learning. So I was using this as a learning and they were crushed because I wasn't regularly communicating with them. So performance evaluation is not a substitute for like a one-on-one. Uh, uh, D- Dave, that is, that is just so key. If, if, you're, if your employee is surprised at the performance evaluation mm-hmm. table, then, then you failed. There should be no surprises there. I mean, you should have had those conversations, both good and bad, all the way, all along. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, if they're, if they're surprised, you, you, you failed. And, and there's research that indicates that if I'm getting regular feedback, I value the negative feedback more than I value the positive feedback. And why would that be? Because if if I'm a if I'm an A player or a B plus player, I'm trying to get better, man. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to grow in my chosen profession. I'm trying to grow my career. I'm trying to be all that I can be. And um, uh, attaboys don't necessarily get me there. I don't. I I can't do anything with an attaboy. But if you say you need to fix this, or you need to fix that. Well, I I I know how to do that. That couldn't be better said, Mike. Because you can't have all positive feedback with a clear without a with a clear path forward you're great you're awesome you're beautiful i probably wouldn't say that in a performance evaluation but you're great everything's wonderful about you and uh great here's your here's your form sign it yeah then that that employee doesn't know they have nothing to work on what's next what what how do i get better so you have to have things that are coachable on a performance evaluation how do you make that person better? Now, it can't just be all critical. You can't have a performance evaluation with all full of nothing but critiques, but you have to have things to work on and a path forward, whether it's a go-forward plan or a career pathing. What do you want to, whatever you want to do in that, in that performance evaluation, it's critical that you communicate that so they can grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and again, it is oftentimes owners – business unit managers they have so much reporting they have so much stuff to do with the bank so much quoting i mean how many of our customers are swallowed up in quotes right and uh and they don't have time to go associate with employees and just check in on them and see how they're doing there is no substitute for that so don't don't hear us that we're saying performance evaluation is the only method of communication obviously you're hearing that it's not but having a regular day-to-day pulse on your employees there is no substitute for that that is a culture mover, so make sure you do that. Okay, that was just a side note, so I don't want to get too far off track. Yeah. No, I mean, I love the idea. You're working 20 days a month, maybe 21 if you're working one week in a month. So you have uh, 21 breakfasts and 21 lunches, man. And if you have, so that what is that? That's 41 opportunities. And if you have a 20-person uh, company, you, you know, you got to eat. So, I mean, those are wonderful t- Opportunities. It's a great opportunities. And, and yeah. even if when you come in and grab your cup of coffee, nothing keeps you from walking around the shop and shaking people's hand, bumping fists, and saying how you're doing, noticing if somebody's down. When you look at somebody and notice they got a haircut or you notice that they're down and you say, hey, man, you okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, that is, there's no substitute for that because that means you care. You're coming out of your chair, out of your office to say, you doing all right. Totally. Um, that, you can't. You can't manufacture that. It's something that owners and leaders have to do. 
So back to the don't. You, this was a good one. This is a good one. What do you think? Yeah, you know, um, we've, we've been talking about, you know, the crap sandwich. There's another word for that, but we're on the air, so we'll call it the crap sandwich. But um, <laughs> it's really bad form to talk about money when you're talking about your performance evaluation with the, with, the, with the employee. But hold on, Mike. This is the way I give everybody my raise. I give a performance evaluation, and based on that, I give a percentage, and I have this all calculated out, and that's, that's how I give my raises. Why, why? Yeah, so that's uh, what you end up with, though, is for your high performers, um, that, you know, they're going to be expecting a ton of money in the next paycheck. So, you know, dis- disconnecting the performance discussion with the money discussion you know maybe you do performance evaluations in the month of june and you do uh pay increases the month of december it's just really good to disassociate the two you know what the culture is today that uh, you do a financial review at the end of every quarter you see where your business is and if you're flush and you meet and you met all your metrics and your business is running well and you have low cash you do a little bit out every quarter uh, call it a call it a um, profit sharing bonus or whatever, or you might. I mean, in today's employee market, you can't give a raise once a year and keep people anymore because a year's too long for them to wait to increase. Because the employee, I, I see the look on your face. No, no, no. I'm but, I'm, I'm with you. So but, so but you we, may have a standard cadence that you review and you give raises, and it has nothing to do with the performance evaluation because you're touching base with your employees every day, right? Yeah, but you you know there's couple of levers you can pull there in in this environment that we work in right now yeah and that is that profit sharing bonus you can do those quarterly and uh, and not change their base rate mm-hmm. you know the base rate is an annual thing but uh, but the discussion is okay your base rate is forty dollars an hour whatever that is annualized but you're getting a five thousand dollar bump every quarter so uh, even a thousand dollar bump every quarter yeah, is a big deal yeah totally and so that's how you keep from having their base rate rise on you. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things you can do. You can you can push money in between benefit plans and a dollar per hour to see what kind of do, do employees want a benefit rich situation or do they want a, a cash, cash rich, rich situ- sure. situation on their paycheck. There's lots of ways to do this, but engaging the dollar in today's employee marketplace has to be more than once a year if you want to maintain a workforce. Right on. No, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, but. Um, you know, I, I guess it, w- w- we have to reiterate the fact that, uh, if someone sits down at a performance evaluation and they get surprised, then you, you failed them because you're not having these daily, weekly, monthly feedback sessions with them. If, if your employees are surprised and I've made this mistake too, but if your employees are surprised in that situation, um, you need to step up your game and and if you don't do performance evaluations, re-listen to this. And this is a good way to do it. Set up a good system. Use objective data with metrics. Set clear and unambiguous expectations of your teams so they know what they're actually getting graded on before the performance evaluation. And lean into your team. Get to know them and and emotionally invest into them. You know, So they know that you care about them. And what will happen is... That will come back tenfold. People will always know the score. They'll they'll strive to get a good performance evaluation, and what that will do is that'll drop money to the bottom line because now you got a culture working for you with everybody pulling the rope. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike.
we at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com. Thank you.